Or are you listening to this podcast now? Settle in, grab a cuppa, it's all welcome. It's the Velasco Fitness Collective Podcast with James and Ellie. Hey team, welcome back. It's been a little while, but it is nice to be back talking to you and we are joined today by a guest who I will introduce shortly so I'm I'm looking forward to today I'm joined as always by Ellie Ellie how's things been with you great thank you sun's out coaching a t-shirt for the first time this year so yeah happy about that yeah you can actually put the shutter up at the 6am class which says an awful lot about the weather at the moment we are gonna talk today just about what's been going on at the gym, what we've been up to recently. Obviously, we're fresh off the back of the Open, which was a whole load of fun. And that will segue on to uh, introducing our guest today, Tori, who's going to come and talk about her experience at the Open and how she, how she found it, what she thought going in, what she thinks coming out of it. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of little bits that have been going on at the gym, the, the day for Ukraine, and a couple of things that we've got coming up as well. So kind of a little check-in. We've got a few more specific topics lined up for the coming couple of weeks and months. But today we just kind of wanted to say, hey, check back in with you guys and just give you all a little bit of an update as to, to what's been happening and where, where we're going. So without further ado, Tori, how are you doing? I'm all right. I feel like I've got massive imposter syndrome being on the podcast, <laughs> but that's all right. No, I was I was excited. The the idea of having you on, especially fresh out of the open, it was uh, it's one I'm looking forward to. Everybody loves Tori, so we're uh, <laughs> gonna we're gonna spread that via the medium of everybody loves a trier. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tori, to kick things off, we've done a few like quick fire Q and A's in the past, but we've landed on two fairly uh, fairly constant themes that we're gonna run by you to to break the ice a little bit. So I guess the first one is if you could put anything into room 101 and banish it from this world, what would it be? God, that's actually really hard. Yeah, we don't, we don't pull our punches on this. I'm just, I'm just too cheery, right? Um, what would I put into room 101? I mean, burpees can do one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. So going, going with burpees? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I'll get away with that one with you lot, but um, but yeah, probably, you know, burpees. I, I, I'm a big fan of a burpee, but I can appreciate why they why they might need to go in there. Um, very, very different to Greta Thunberg and some of the other stuff that we've thrown in there, but I just, just about it, just about it. <laughs> um, the, I guess the second question is, if you could only, for the rest of your life, ride on a donkey or a giraffe what would it be well i mean this is super easy right but i do want to caveat okay so obviously the answer is a giraffe yes. but i would need some kind of inbuilt like ladder situation so i can actually get onto the giraffe that's fine Sounds so fine. as long as there's like a laddery situation and i don't have to launch myself onto it then giraffe yeah again i feel like we're coming at this too theoretical like if you were out doing the shop, you wouldn't have a ladder with you. Wouldn't just 
casually. No, but if there was a ladder built into the like harness, yeah, there's got to be some kind of seat on top of the giraffe, well, just like a little extending rope ladder. Yeah, fair, fair. but maybe there's more of an argument there for the donkey because arguably you don't need anything on the back of a donkey. I mean, I probably still need a ladder to get on the back of a donkey, <laughs> though. <wouldn't laughs> so if you couldn't go for it, you might as well go for it. Yeah. I had a feeling Tori was a giraffe kind of girl. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Do you want to wipe? Do you want to wipe? There we go. We, we know where we stand from the outset. <laughs> um, so, we are going to talk a little bit about what's been going on over the last couple of weeks at Belasco. There's been a few few different bits and pieces. The, the day for Ukraine, we've done some stuff for the Open. That's where Tori's going to come in. As somebody, correct me if I'm wrong, Tori, that probably wasn't going to enter the Open initially. Is I that... I was really definitely not going to enter the Open. <laughs> okay, cool. So as somebody that really definitely wasn't going to enter the Open and has come out the other side of it with a unanimous spirit of the Open for Velasco and hopefully an experience that seems to be thoroughly enjoyed and, and thoroughly thoroughly grew from, it was going to be really interesting to get your thoughts and perception on, on the Open and the journey that you went through. Um, and then we're just going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that we've got coming up over the next couple of weeks. Um, Sammy's coming back. Uh, what else? Got a few other little bits and pieces going on. Scale it up. Scale it up is coming up as well, which actually might lead on quite nicely from talking about the Open. So let's start with uh, a day for Ukraine. Oh, what was the what was the idea behind it? What was the goal? How did it go? Did it go to plan? What 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 are we saying? Um. I mean, it was to raise money for people who've been displaced by war, essentially. I mean, I think it's something that's sort of hit home quite hard for a lot of people. Um, it feels very close. It feels um, pretty uncomfortable. It's a massive understatement. It, it, it's an awful situation. And I think a lot of people were feeling like they wanted to be able to help um, in some small way. Um, so in true fashion is to we like to do a workout to celebrate things commemorate things raise money for things kind of pull communities together um so we put on a workout i guess up a fundraising page um supported by a member who wanted to remain anonymous who felt like they wanted to contribute a significant amount of money anyway and just said look i'd quite like to do this how do you guys feel about it and so the idea was born to do a workout um, on a Wednesday because that's when we like to do really grizzly workouts. Um, and yes, yeah, so I've just given Paige another member suggested t-shirts, which was a great idea. I think we sold 75 t-shirts in total. Um, and the current fund raised, funds raised is over 5,000 pounds. And I think that's probably gonna go up probably to about five, two, five, maybe 5,250, which is just, I mean, in terms of, did it do what we set out to do? We far yeah. exceeded any expectation we had. Um, and as always, it's thanks to our incredible members who are incredibly supportive of um, people who are in need and, are in need of their support and yeah it was it was amazing um i think nice. we, it was definitely something that we are very glad to have done um and should the need arise again which we hope it doesn't but if it does then we're obviously more than happy to yeah right facilitate. super cool big total what was the uh, what was the workout oh that's a good question off the top of my head it was a <laughs> uh 30 minute amrap uh 24 
in pairs, 24 doubles press, which you could split between you, 200 meter run together, 20 burpee box jumps, and oh, there was another movement. I can't remember what it was. Oh, sit-ups, 20 sit-ups, which were synchro, every four minutes, 22 double unders each, and then at minute 24, there was a minute silence because the 24th of February was the day that <coughs> Russia upped the ante and nice. we invaded the Ukraine. So it was, yeah. Okay. The numbers were based around dates and population numbers and just tried to make it super relevant and mark of respect for what's going on. Wicked. Yeah, it was a great day. Loads of Ukrainian colours as well. Some pictures on social media. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. We it was interesting being in the gym for the 24th minute as well when the whole class just went silent, especially for those people in open gym didn't realize what was going on, and all of a sudden, a building that's normally full of loud music and full of people panting and throwing barbells around just dropped into deathly silence. So, it was, it was uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was pretty moving to be fair, it was uh, it definitely, yeah, for sure, the mark. Nice, wicked. So, true Velasco style over five grand that's really, really cool. Hopefully, if, if you guys were involved, you'll have been able to have been a part of it. You'll have enjoyed yourselves. You'll have felt good contributing for, for the for the cause. And it's always, you know, always nice to be a part of a gym that does stuff like that for, for moments like that. So that was really cool. And that was pretty much right in the middle of the Open. So let's move on to chatting to Tori and understand a little bit more about what the Open is. So I guess... The, the little bit of background around the Open, the CrossFit Open is a competition run by CrossFit worldwide, online entry, three weeks. It's been more in the past. It's been less in the past, but three weeks, one workout every week. You do the workout in your gym. You submit your score online and you get ranked on an online leaderboard. There's scaled versions of the workouts. There's foundation versions of the workouts. So there's just a whole load of different workouts that everyone can do together and in the past, we've done some stuff as a gym, and in the past, there's been years where we haven't done some stuff as a gym. And this year, we wanted to pull everyone together on a Friday night, get as many people together as possible, and all kind of throw down together, doing the same workout, just for a little bit of fun, encourage people that may be unfamiliar with that type of thing. And for those people that really enjoy that type of thing, it gives them something to look forward to each week, get together get competitive if they want to, eat cake and flapjack, which is kind of a given. Uh, I think one week there was even beers, courtesy of Tory and Tory's, uh, Tory's other half. So that was really cool. So the reason we wanted to talk to Tory is because Tory was somebody that initially probably wouldn't have entered the Open, ended up entering the Open, ended up surprising herself and actually came out the other side enjoying it. So... I guess let's start at the beginning. What what was your initial like? I I had you even heard of the Open before we started? No, no. I, well, I mean, no, that's not strictly true. I had heard of it. Right. Like I knew there were people who were really good and did a competition and stuff like that. But no, I didn't realise that the kind of the heats were so much that anybody could give it a bash. I didn't realise it was that broad. And why? Um... Oh, I, I guess maybe part of the answer is that you didn't realise that the, it was as broad as it was. But where where were you at going into it in terms of like no plans to enter it and what twisted your arm, what persuaded you to, to throw yourself in? Well, I mean, I partially blame you lot 
And I partially blame Steph from 7am who said, you're doing it. And I was like, no, no, really, I'm not. (laughs) Definitely not. And then I was told I was doing it. And I thought, okay. I thought, well, I'll just fill in the thing. And then I don't actually have to turn up, right? But, you know, you lot are persuasive, so. That's cool. I guess for for those of you that maybe don't know you, what where what's your training goal? Why what brings you to the gym? Like if if we kind of take a step back from the open just for now, what what is it like? I'm assuming with with that said, you're not training to be a world class competitive athlete. No, um, no. The phrase training goal almost made me snort laugh then, but um, <laughs> no, I don't have training goals. I am a middle aged woman who, for many years of my life couldn't do any exercise because I've got some various bits of metal and fun things going on uh, and I started going to the gym for the first time in my life about three years ago uh, and then found you guys and uh, it brings me a level of uh, joy and hilarity that I didn't think <laughs> I would ever experience like so it. why not keep doing it right you've got the bug a little bit as well like there's, there's yeah. weeks where I can guess that you had some sort of work commitment on the day that deadlifts were programmed because I'll see you in open gym the following day catching up on deadlifts. Yeah, I don't, I can't miss my deadlifts. It's the rules. It's the one thing that I'm like, oh, I can do this and I really enjoy it. And I still come to all the other stuff, but deadlifts is like, okay, I don't actually have to completely kill myself because I can figure it out. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're cut from the same cloth story, don't worry. Deadlifts is really my, my favourite movement. They're the best bit. Lift yeah. something heavy and drop it. Lift something heavy and drop it. Like, what's not to love? Yeah. What was, um, I, I mean, ha- having just spent the last 30 seconds talking about deadlifts, this might be a given. What was your favourite of the three workouts? Deadlifts, nice. obviously. Controversially, I know, controversially there were burpees, but... So when the when the workout was kind of came out and the uh, 7 a.m. WhatsApp group were all going, oh, look, it's this and this and this. I read as far as deadlifts and I was like, no, I'm muting the group now. Yeah. I don't want to hear about the burpee bit. I'm just like, mute, love you all. See you on Friday. Done. Wicked. So what, going into week one then, when the workout was announced, how, now, now having been told that you were entering and knowing you were turning up on Friday, what, as as somebody that, wouldn't consider themselves a competitive athlete like where did your head go what was your thought process what was your you know where how were you feeling heading into friday what what went through your how, what was the emotional roller coaster i mean i think i'm gonna try not to swear but yeah i was um re- really anxious like all jokes aside i was really nervous okay. um and the workout was announced and then I looked it up and I thought, sorry, how far away from the wall do my arms have to be? Uh, so I panicked about that for quite a long time. Yeah. And then I panicked about, am I going to be able to do any of it at all? Didn't know what the atmosphere was going to be like, didn't know what the setup was going to be like. So yeah, I was I was really nervous. Um, yeah. What helped? You obviously just threw yourself into it. It just a case of head down and, and move forward, or was there? No, I mean, I I panically emailed the coaches and went, "How the flip do you do a wall walk when your arms are that far away from the wall? I can't do it." Oh. Uh, and I was very uh, kindly and firmly told to woman up and grow a pair of ovaries. Not in that way, but um, so. Uh, but I turned up at the gym a bit early. Um, 
and Ella was like, come on, let's try it. Here's where your hands have got to be. Try and do it like this. So I had like a little, a little go, yeah. which calmed me a bit. Um, and I think just turning up and everyone, you know, smiling faces and everyone kind of being very supportive helped. Uh, and then I didn't have much choice because I think I was on in group two, so I didn't have too long to panic about it, which helped. Thank you. Is that generally kind of theme of the whole open for you? Was there, like, I guess you probably felt more confident going into workout two. What, I guess, surprised you the most of the of the three weeks? Was there some, a moment you were particularly proud of or something that you surprised yourself in being able to do or that was harder than you thought it might have been? I, I was um, both surprised and really proud that I didn't stop. I mean, I did have little minutes where I had to do a little breathe and a little boogie, but I didn't actually give up at any point. Week one was really, really tough. Um, my left arm is shorter than my right arm and my shoulder's a bit duff. So wall walks are really, really difficult. Yeah. Um, but everyone was just screaming at me. So I just kept going, even though it was not very pretty to watch. Um, and I think same on week three, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, pull-ups, no, what are those? Um, so I did find, so I did scale for one and two, weeks one and two, and then I went down to foundations for week three because I just couldn't have done any of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I did, and it's given me something to aim for next year. Who'd have thought I'd ever say that? Yeah, well, um, but yeah, plan for next year is try and do all three scaled, but we'll see how I feel when it comes around. <laughs> nice. That's, nice. Yeah, that's really cool. There was, um, there was that a, sounds like a training goal. Yeah, it does. Shush now. <laughs> and actually, you do have some training goals. You said you don't have any, but we both know that's not true. Yeah, but it's only like stupid training goals. Like, can I please be world's strongest man when I grow up and flip a tire and walk around with the car on my shoulders? What's your uh, What's your current deadlift goal? Um, more than it is at the minute. Well, my current goal is 115, but I'm on 110, so I'm quite close to that now. I was going to say, and didn't you only hit like a hundred, like a hundred kilo plus, like what, a couple of months ago? Yeah, not even that. I mean, that's a that's a trajectory. Good job. There's a there was a point in one of the videos as well which I loved, and it was workout three where Kyle was judging you, and he was like coach giving you little coaching tips. He was so brilliant. He literally coached me through the whole of that thing because yeah. I could I I was doing jumping pull ups, and then it was like jumping chest to bar. Hilarious. Never done it. Obviously, can't do it. And he just coached me the whole time. It was brilliant. Nice. Favourite favorite thing about the Open as a whole, reflecting on all three weeks for you, personally? Doing it. I know that sounds really stupid, but like I'm, I'm really, really pleased I did it. And um, massive imposter syndrome with all the people who know what they're doing and massive imposter syndrome being here and talking about it. But I'm really, genuinely, really glad I took part because I learned a lot about myself. Yeah, I think there's there's probably a lot of people in that camp as well, which is why I was actually quite interested to talk to you and get your perspective on it, because I, I know there are a lot of people that probably would quite like to do it or they see, you know, they see people doing it and I think would probably like to be a part of it in some way, but just either don't back themselves enough or maybe don't feel like they should or they you know, for whatever reason, decide not to involve themselves in the in the competition or in the process. Um, but I think there's huge value in being able to to take part and knowing that the movements and the workouts are all scalable and that there's 
a level of accessibility for for pretty much everybody because it, i think what people don't realize until they've done it is whether they do all three as foundations or a mixture of foundations and scaled or scaled and rx or you know even a mixture of the three it, the workout you do actually ends up not really mattering too much like the being a part of the the night being a part of the atmosphere, the community, the the vibe of the whole thing, actually you get just as much out of it just because, you know, somebody comes along and does all three workouts RX doesn't mean they get any more or less from the open in terms of how positive they feel about it than somebody that might come in and do all three as a foundational level. And I think people having the confidence as you did to just go, yeah, all right, you know what, I'm just going to do this and just see what happens, throw myself in the deep end, figure it all out as we go and, and, and grow from it. So it's really cool yeah yeah i would massively recommend it it's um it's a very stupid thing to do but a very awesome stupid thing to do and yeah. uh yeah don't let the videos make it look like i knew what i was doing because i didn't so uh you know <laughs> <laughs> you um you talked about learning a lot about yourself can you can you pinpoint a couple of those for us that you're comfortable sharing yeah i mean i guess um this the whole fitness thing is uh kind of massive learning curve for me not not just the physical stuff but the the mental aspect of it because I spent a lot of time not being able to do stuff physically and so getting past that barrier of you can do it get on with it um uh and I learn I mean the the not giving up is good the the um my sibling actually put a thing on Facebook before week three and it was about a cycling thing but the the point was you're better to give it a go and fail than not give it a go. Uh, and that's not something that's very easy for me. Don't like failing, um, but clearly I, I fail in the gym all the time. But it was really, it was nice to kind of put myself out there and go, oh yeah, failed, still did it, absolutely won. Yeah. You know, obviously I didn't win. I haven't won CrossFit, but I didn't lose. So it's all right. All right, well, that's super cool. Thank you for sharing something. Like, as I said, you know your perspective on it would be would be really unique it's it's as as somebody that as i said wasn't going to take part and ended up taking part and coming away having taken so much super valuable and just a really nice opportunity for people to to get to meet you get to hear your your voice your story um so i appreciate you uh, appreciate you sharing so the open is kind of done and dusted we did award a few different people so best rx male was johnny correct who was doing some of the quarterfinals this morning i think he he pb'd both all, all three of his um his clean his bench press and his overhead squat did he yeah <laughs> which is amazing, amazing. <laughs> he did he did laugh that he doesn't think there's going to be many people in the competition whose overhead squat is bigger than their bench press and what how annoying is it that the one year that there was a burpee deadlift workout and they put bench press in the programming i can't do it you're quite bitter about that aren't you? i am <laughs> there's three things i'd have put in the open or the quarterfinals bench press burpees and deadlifts would have been in there but hey so if i'd known bench press were in the quarterfinals i might have tried a bit harder on my workout too <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i think best rx female went to ella it did who still managed to qualify for the quarterfinals technically not finishing workout three because of a mid-workout trip to A&E. So that's impressive. 
And who else have we got? Kyle, who I think he's just messaged very recently to say he's done one of the qualifiers at home in his garage on his lunch break. Um, Harry, I think, qualified as well. So good, yeah. good, good group of people that are all qualifying for quarterfinals from little old Velasco in Bristol, which is super cool. You just before we go on to scale up, you mentioned something in the recent newsletter, um, and the answer just might be sit tight, watch this space. The athlete development program. Mm. Anything more you want to tease on that, or is, is sure. it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I th- it, it's off the back of, I mean, the Open was a great prompt um, and it feels like it's a good time to kind of kick it on a level. Um, it was off the back of actually doing strength and depth last year, took a team, whole team absolutely loved it. Um, and then as soon as we finished, obviously everybody was talking about going this year, that was next year, but obviously we're now next year. Um, and actually talking about my, maybe trying to take two teams, um, which would just be fantastic, uh, particularly for the size size gym that we are. And there are, there are a few people around the gym who are starting to either show interest in comp training or doing competitions um, in general, um, who are starting to focus a little bit more on some of the more technical movements rather than just... So they're, they're kind of crossing that the road from doing functional fitness for fun and to be fit and to be healthy and for longevity and because it's good for body mind and soul to actually wanting to take it to the next level and actually turn it into more of a competitive sport and there is quite a distinct difference albeit we all do the same thing in inverted commas in here there is very much a line between fitness and um, the kind of performance competition side of it and some people are just starting to dip their toe in the water and looking at wanting to be a little bit more competitive and realizing actually they love gymnastics or they really love throwing a barbell around um and the athlete development program is is going to be something which helps people kind of cross the road i guess it's going to bridge that gap between what they do in classes now figuring out a little bit about where for want of a better phrase the holes in their game are if they want to be a competitive athlete obviously when you come to the gym and you do the classes what if you can deadlift 150 kilos but you can't do a pull-up it really doesn't matter because we can still keep you fit and strong and healthy if you want to do a competition you need to be well-rounded as a competitive athlete which means having you know full arsenal you need to be able to do the strength stuff the technical stuff the gymnastics the weightlifting be fit be able to run swim jump whatever um so the athlete development program is going to be something which is going to essentially help those the guys and girls that are sitting in that gap in the middle who want to come to comp training, who are thinking that Sid might be a really fun thing to do, or at least be a part of that journey um, over the next six months. Um, it hasn't been fully developed as yet, but there'll be some more details out next week. So if that's you and you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, oh, Sid might be quite fun, but I can't do pull-ups or I can do pull-ups, but my snatch isn't great, whatever it might be, keep your eyes open um and then obviously once any more details come out just give us a shout and if you're interested in jumping on them we'd love to have you nice sounds cool looking forward to looking forward to seeing we're already starting to see a few more people express interest and get involved and it's, it's nice to see that kind of um i guess interest spread and then i guess lastly just before we we wrap up scale it up so we've we've run a couple before well run a lot before the next one is imminent. What what do people need to know? Um, it is on. I have to check my diary here. Amy will kill me if I get the wrong. 
<laughs> Sunday the 24th of April. Um, it is triple threat, so it's teams of three, same sex. Um, it is for people who are kind of at the start of their wanting to be a little bit competitive or just have a little bit of fun. Um, the name Scale It Up comes from it being a competition where most of the time in classes we scale down from what we would call an RX movement. Scale It Up is actually a competition where the movements are relatively low skill so that anybody can take part and if they want to then choose to scale something up for the potential of earning some extra points and therefore creeping up the leaderboard a little bit they can do it for instance it might be in a workout there are single unders if you want to you can risk doing double unders and earn a few extra points for showing um, a, an additional level of skill so it really is open to anybody um, from the, from a very sort of new competitive competitive level um, and I think we've still got maybe eight to ten spaces left. We've already got 24 teams or something like that signed up, I think. Um, it's a great day. It's a one-day event. Um, there are four workouts. Um, lots of our lovely coaches and um, more competitive members uh, come down and help us judge. So it is run like a full competition. Um, and if you are thinking of taking part or you've done it before, um, we would love to have you take part because it's, uh, it's going to be a good day. Wicked. Yeah, it should be, it should be a lot of fun. Helps judge or look after one of the one or two of the previous ones and it's, it's so nice to see teams of people just getting together getting a bit competitive workouts are always a good laugh days normally it kind of doesn't feel like one of those competition days where it's kind of a bit long like it's it, you move from one to the next to the next and it's yeah it's good energy so yeah if you're if you're slightly interested i think if even if there's you know you or you and a friend that want to enter and you haven't got a third or you haven't even got a second just reach out let us know because there's plenty of people in that situation as well so we can pair you up or you know introduce you to a third member there's been a few teams entered like that in the past as well and friendships have been made and it's, it's been cool to see teams come together that might not have known each other and, and throw down together and you know people come from all over all over the southwest and all over the uk um so it's nice to kind of meet and compete against a whole load of other people as well so yeah scale it up post open Bit of bit of momentum should be should be some fun. <laughs> it's always shaking her head. Yeah, not not this time. Next time. <laughs> you said that on record now, so uh... yeah. Yeah, I can't do April and I can't do July, but after that, I might be tempted. Okay. Okay. After you've uh, after you've qualified for quarterfinals in next year's Open. Yeah, sure. Because that's going to happen. That's <laughs> that's about as likely as I, me. I'd, I'd, I'd back. I'd put money on Tory. <laughs> so team we're going to leave it there nice to check back in lovely to have Tori join us and talk about the Open lovely to have Tori join us anyway Tori's great Elle it's good to be back on the podcast with you and we will check back in again soon we've got a couple of episodes planned for the coming couple of weeks and months so there should be a nice little flurry upcoming now that the craziness of the Open and a few other bits is out of the way if, as always, there is anything you want to hear us talk about, anybody that you want to hear us talk to, or if you want to come on and share your story or some thoughts or some input on anything you want, really, then give us a shout, let us know. We'll tell you where to go if we don't think you're valuable, but that is highly unlikely to happen. <laughs> so please give us a shout and let us know who we should be talking to and what we should be talking to them about. Pleasure, as always, team. These are always fun to do. Always fun when we're joined by other people. So, Tori, thank you so much for giving up 45 minutes of your afternoon. Ellie, thanks for joining. And, team, we will speak to you again soon.
Have a lovely day.